0: Hello, everybody. My name is Ray. Welcome to the Evangelical Dark Web. We got some bitter news to talk about. The fight is coming to myself for a story that I reported on last week regarding the Southern Baptist Convention and a mega church in Tennessee lobbying for red flag laws. And that church is Brentwood Baptist Church. And I talked about them last week. And they're coming after Evangelical Dark Web for reporting on the fact that they had female pastors on staff. They did not like the fact that I had, you know, I reported that they had female pastors on staff and provided evidence that they had female pastors on staff just under a different name. Uh, So they're coming after me for copyright with the DMCA on the article that I wrote which is completely frivolous because of fair use doctrine. It's no different than if I were to show you their pictures on a YouTube video than to have it on a website. It's the same thing. It's transformative in nature kind, kind of content. But here's the thing about false teachers. They don't like to be exposed. They don't like to be exposed. You know, there are YouTubers out there much larger than me that have had to deal with battles like this against people like Joel Osteen and others because they don't like this. They're, they think they can bully people with a, a DMCA. I, Woke Preacher Clips is another example of this. And he definitely skirts the line a lot closer than I do as it relates to fair use doctrine and transformative content. Like anyone who does a clip channel or a clip videos... Really runs the line and risk of fair use, you know, or copyright violation. But that's not what an article does. That's not what any of the content on this channel is. It's all original content with commentary, with reporting, with reaction. And same with the website. It's news breaking and news gathering in uh, the evangelical space. So, Christian news gathering is what I set out to do. uh, And One of the things about news gathering is, and that we we lack this as a movement. We lack news gathering. We have ample supplies of content or commentators. We have so many commentators, so many ministries dedicated to commenting. A lot of them bad. The biggest ones aren't very good. I'm talking about the Gospel Coalition. I don't think Christian Post is all that good either. They can be good, but... They are also neocon Zionist cringe. But news gathering that's not just press releases, uh, reformatted, news gathering with discernment. That's what we do at Evangelical Dark Web. And I'm happy to be along for the journey. So let me just show you you know the content that's deemed unacceptable by Brentwood uh, Baptist Church for me to expose. So let me just strise and affect this entire thing. I uh, turn myself into a blowfish for a moment so I can avoid future issues like this. So this is the post, or these are the images that they don't want you to see. And these are the female pastors, just some of the female pastors that they have on staff at Brentwood Baptist Church. And after I reported on this story last week, this story blew up. It took off. It got in the hands of the right People in the Southern Baptist Convention. I'm talking about SBC Underground. A little bit of maybe William Wolf commented on it, but SBC Underground helped take the story a long way, and I thank them for that. And hopefully, they can take the uh, Streisand effect that I'm going for a long way as well. Uh, Brentwood Baptist Church is a you know a mega church in Tennessee with nine locations, and at the various locations, they have female pastors. And, you know, these are the three images that I screenshotted to show as evidence of the claims that I was making, which is just how journalism works. You make a claim, show evidence, show it to the audience, to the reader base, and let them decide. Uh, obviously, you're going to have the theological bent to you, but it's no different than me showing these web pages. Uh, this is at one of their locations. Uh... The harpeth heights then we have the uh the avenue south and next gen minister so the first one i pointed out was a group and missions minister just to add comment on that the reason why i'm counting this as a female pastor is the fact that groups and missions implies that she has some sort of oversight authority over small groups and missions trips and i think this is beyond uh, exercising authority as the Bible prohibits, because if she's uh, exercising authority over small groups, that means she's exercising authority over material, over how they can meet, when they can meet, which I think is completely unbiblical, because it's a question of authority. And who's in charge? Is it the Bible or is it not? Uh, Or is it, you know, the the cultural whims? And then we have two next-gen ministers which I guess is a fancy way of saying youth pastor or youth minister. And the reason why I include these is because, you know, they're going to probably argue that women can teach over children. And I'm not going to disagree with that because I do believe that's in the Bible. However, I would draw the line that youth groups would not be children. How do you justify a woman pastor overseeing a postpubescent male because you know I don't believe in prolonged adolescence. I don't believe in extending childhood longer than it needs to be. So how do you justify that? How do you justify uh, p- positions like that? The, and then what this was the West church at West Franklin, which was the first church that I checked. How do you justify having female pastors? and over youth who are in high school or even college because some youth groups go all the way through into college because they don't know how to off board uh, students into adults they don't a lot of churches struggle with that so they just stick around longer and longer and longer and stuff like that 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 happens and i'm a big believer in family integrated worship I think, you know, that's kind of my upbringing, even though, you know, there was a youth ministry, youth group and, you know, youth pastor at my at the church that I grew up with. And all that stuff was great, but it was auxiliary to my general worship experience at church. And I think that was very good for me, very good for my spiritual formation to worship with adults and to also worship with uh, people my age Or around my age. I think that was very formidable. But in any case. um, Brentwood Baptist Church. Sought to do a DMCA takedown. On the article that I wrote. For the material that I had. Now. What they don't know is my. Willingness to escalate this situation. And I have submitted. A counter notification. And hopefully. This is what I think will happen. They will drop the issue. And then the material will go back up on the site. They're going to drop the issue because they don't want to expense the legal fees to come after a small guy like me. Now, that does mean that I have to give them my personal identifying information. That is what this entails. And it does mean I have to be prepared for a lawyer in the future if they decide to go down this frivolous pathway of violating fair use doctrine. Now, if you're a YouTuber, you... You probably are familiar with the idea of uh, fraudulent copyright claims. Uh, this channel gets those occasionally, not all the time. Uh, YouTube's a lot better of a system than my website host was about this whole thing. So I'm definitely considering a new website host as a result of this experience. That they accepted a very frivolous uh, copyright claim. But according to them, I had to comply with it in order to do the counter-notification, which really doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but they they should have just dismissed it on hand because it was a clearly fair use. YouTube would have done that, I in my guess. Or YouTube would have allowed me to escalate the situation immediately and then, uh, d- you know, make them escalate the situation immediately and then I can follow through with all the other uh, counter-notification stuff and all that other stuff. So... Not the happy video that I wanted to make. Um, I'm not the joyful warrior that I want to be right now, but I uh, definitely keep this in prayer. Uh, keep this situation in prayer, and I usually do this not in, or I usually do this in the beginning. But uh, just to let you know, Evangelical Dark Web Christian News Gathering and Commentary Ministry. Uh, You can support us over at evangelicaldarkweb.org slash join us or Patreon, but, you know, just like this video, subscribe to the channel, subscribe to the podcast if you're new. It's really what I'm more interested in, to be honest, but if you want to give extra support on our Patreon-like system, you're free to do so. Have a blessed day. Uh, Just pray for the situation. Uh, They, you know, false teachers, false teaching, bad churches, don't like being exposed, Other YouTubers, other ministries have gone through this a lot more. I've never gone through it on a website end. I have gone through it via YouTube. Although I think on YouTube it's more fraudulent claims. Uh, Like, you know, these people don't even own the content and they're filing the claims. I think that's more permitted on YouTube in my experience. But in any case, definitely be in prayer for the situation. Uh, Have a blessed day and I'll catch you on the next one.